Hello All Beer Inside listeners, we here at All Beer Inside understand that not everyone has the time to watch a YouTube video, so we've decided to present as our second weekly episode of the week, our previous interviews in audio only here for your ear holes. This is the audio from episode 10 of the YouTube show, which was originally released on January 24th, 2020. You could subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, the brand new TrendingTopicsNetwork.com, and other listening avenues for this podcast. We also kindly ask that you rate, review, and subscribe to wherever you're getting this wonderful sound. Please enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside Interviews. Today we are in the plateau area of downtown Montreal with Dominic and Rachel from Reservoir. Hello. Thank Hi. you for having us today. I Thank really you for, appreciate uh, this. By. Yeah. Um, so, uh, what's the beer story? What brought you to Reservoir? Well, actually, um, I'm, I'm from the restaurant uh, industry more, uh, but um, back in 2006, I was working here as a uh, the brunch manager, and that's a bit how I got introduced to beer, because uh, they were brewing already here, and, um, and later on, uh, I uh, started a few restaurants and then eventually came back here. And uh, got into a partnership with uh, the um, the former brewer and founder of the place, uh, Michel, and um, and then I really got like more into depth about uh, with beer, and uh, and there you go. That's uh, that's my my own uh, personal story about beer. Yeah. Okay. And Rachel, what brought you to brewing beer here at Reservoir? Yeah, I've been working in the beer industry industry since like three years, and um, I'm working at the Reservoir since like maybe less than a year, but. Um, well, before I used to, you know, work in like beer, beer factory and everything. And I want to work on a more human scale, you know, and see people drink the beer, mm-hmm. drink my beer and everything and have like a real connection with like the neighborhood and the people. So that's why like I wanted to, to come and work here. Yeah. Okay. Now you graciously brought us some beers out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's the first beer that I'm going to be trying today? Uh, you're going to try the 10 degree lager. It's a beer like the It's kind of a classic, a summer classic okay. of, uh, of the Reservoir. And, yep. uh, you know, it's a pilsner. It has been lagering in like her uh, sales for like a long time. Like, yeah, like, absolutely. Yeah. It, it was meant to be like a very quaffable beer, uh, an easy drinking beer. Uh, we're fans of dry pilsner, uh, I guess uh, German style, uh, more pilsner, and try to uh, get rid of all the sugar that can <laughs> be found in in a, in a pilsner. Uh, so uh, there's an introduction of uh, enzymes in there that uh, help us doing it. And we decided not to filter the beer, to keep it like um, somehow with all the flavors it's got to give. Mm-hmm. There's a bit of a late hop, later hopping in it. And uh, so you got something very malty, dry, uh, but somehow uh, with a nice, uh, pleasant, I would say, um, hop flavor and aromatics mm-hmm. uh yeah, exactly. It smells like Pilsner. Yeah, and you know it's kind of uh, one of our classic beer, but we always like to like change the hops and everything to see like all the the difference, and you know to to make people discover like always like the same green yep. beer, the same beer, but with different hops. It's dry, it's clean, it's very drinkable. Uh, there's a little bit of bitterness on the back end, but it's a very good beer. Thank you. So, what are some of the uh, roadblocks or difficulties you've come into when you came in as a full partner or when you came in as full ownership? I would say it's a, it's a space struggle. That's what it is. There's no, uh, we don't, we don't have a basement here. So like what you see when you walk in reservoir, what you see is what we have. There's not more than that. You can also see the brewery in the back, uh, the cold room downstairs. And, um, so like we, we got to deal with not having any space to, uh, 
have backups and uh so it's as as we work we need to to uh to, to make room for what's coming and finish something before we can brew something else so that's why sometimes uh, we were talking earlier about uh, the stout uh, not being all the time on the menu that's because like sometimes we come across that difficulty of uh you know like have to brew the beer like exactly when we can and not exactly when we would need it you know so that's that's a bit of a challenge for us yeah and uh, Rachel what are some of the difficulties uh, with brewing on a commercial scale I would say like Dominique it's it's all about the space you know like when you like the possibilities of things that you that you can do like are not restricted but you have to work it out you know and it's kind of a restriction you know it's not it could be difficult in a way but another way it's it's kind of uh, it's like a puzzle, you know. I have to work it out and find, you know, to to make the the best out of it. And it's always like it's a difficulty, but I love it that way, you know. Like it's not perfect, but we'll try. That's great. And I think we're yeah. doing pretty good. I mean, just coming across your voices, you're very enthusiastic mm-hmm. and happy with what you do, which is fantastic to hear. Uh, so I had asked earlier uh, before the show, but um, where did the brewery name come from? Well, the brewery's name uh, is a bit of a. Uh, Enigmatic, I would say, because uh, we're only uh, partners here since uh, three years now, since November 2016, and but the place has been open since 2002, and so the name was was uh, was uh, found uh, at that stage uh, reservoir, I guess. You know, like I know, like there's like uh, this in in the my land. There's this big uh, reservoir thing there. It might come from there. You know, like Van Orn uh, and Saint Laurent. Uh, it, it's a landmark, so I don't know. Like maybe it was because of that. I'm not exactly sure. I mean, reservoir speaks a lot. I think mm-hmm. you know, it's a you know, like a bright tank or something like that. You <laughs> Very know? symbolic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. All right, let's uh, try beer number two. Which yeah. one is this? Uh, this is the session IPA, and maybe Rachel can uh, maybe uh, yeah, talk yeah. about sure. the hopping pro- process in there. So this session is uh, very light, but 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 also got a nice multi like presence at the end and everything. And you know the hops like they they are at the rendezvous. You know like they're gonna be there for you and everything. Okay. So we kind of get a, a mix of you know like classic like a little bit of uh, citrine mosaic, but we try out uh, a new hop that I didn't like use a lot. It's called Casbec. It's a hybrid like from Saz and uh, some um, Czech hops. Okay. So, Excellent. It's a it's a hop that's more like on the, the I would say lemony type yeah. of flavor to it. Now that you mention it, yeah. yeah, yeah, but still really strong on the herbal. Yeah, sad, also, but, yeah, um, exactly. Yeah, I'm getting herbal and lemony. Yeah, yeah it's very nice. It's a bitterness medium. Is, is very faint, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, another another super drinkable beer. Like if I were here during the summer, sitting on the small little terrace you have here, I could totally drink a bunch of these. So. <laughs> yeah, that's my go-to beer. Uh, I mean, if you want something crisp, refreshing, not too involving on the alcohol level and full of, you know, a, a nice presentation of hops, I would believe, you know, it's kind of subtle. I, I, I find the balance in this beer very, uh, very nice. And uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's very, very crushable. Well, I like to say crushable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe you should drink a bunch. Just, like if you're, yeah. just if you're say with, it. If you're out with friends, you're playing a, a local sport in the city, you could just yeah. drink a bunch during, mm-hmm. after Exactly. And still be okay. So. I would love to have mm-hmm. that canned if it was possible. <laughs> really sim- be so simple nice. beer to enjoy, yeah. you know, but it's keep, you know, with complexity and everything. But Yeah, no, it's very flavorful and very, very drinkable, which is great. Uh, that's Thanks. that's what I'm looking for in beer now is yeah. flavor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I want something that I can enjoy. Well, sometimes I want a beer that I can 
enjoy cold and then the warmer it gets presents more flavor and then sometimes i just want to sit down and drink a bunch of session session beers and just hang yeah. out with my friends you keep the names very simple sour ipa vizen did you just want to keep with that sim- simplicity from the original owner to now or yeah i mean it's something that has always been that way and uh in 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 a way but also we are we're, we're a, a neighborhood pub you know like we're a, a brew pub yeah, exactly. A brew pub. That's, thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, so it, it's a bit like we're a local um, uh, business and, uh, and we've built up like a, a clientele since then. And uh, it's a bit like you need to kind of brew beers and, and present them in a way that people understand. It's not necessarily just um, beer experts that come here or beer geeks or, or whatnot. Like we have like a diff, very v- varied uh, clientele. And so that's why um, we, we keep the names kind of closer, with a name that's closer to like, a, I would say like a, a class, classic styles, I would say, or mm-hmm. uh, the, the classic name. The, yeah, so uh, it's, yeah, it's easier to explain for, for everyone. And, uh, you know, so yeah, that's yeah. a bit too, yeah. And uh, the, the, the label itself, like you yeah. have presenting, where did that come from? Uh, well, that's the reservoir. When we came back, we, we got like the label, uh, the, the logo uh, revisited by a uh, graphic design uh, agency. And uh, we, we really loved how they, they made it a little more simple to, to what it was originally. And also to kind of, you know, like kind of signify that like from there on we were involved in, in, in the project. So, uh, yeah, there you go. And uh, when did you start bottling? Is this uh, kind of new? Reservoir has been bottling since, uh, I would say, maybe 10 years or something oh, like that. Okay. Uh, maybe more. I'm not sure. But when we came here, uh, we brought in um, also uh, together with Michel a, uh, a barrel aging program. So we got like seven um, uh, oak barrels in-house. And so those beers are meant to be bottled because they're more like, uh, I would say, like, there's more involved in it, the time and some uh, ingredients and uh, the aging. So we want to have like something that uh, also like you can bring back home. Uh, it's easy to uh, to grab a bottle to go. Unfortunately, because of the nature of our permit, we cannot sell for retail. Uh, but uh, but then, I mean, if you want to bring a beer home, uh, you know, if you have a dinner or something like mm-hmm. that, that's mm-hmm. like something that you can do here along with the growlers but uh, yeah so uh there you go so yeah uh, we've been bottling since almost since we're here actually at that level okay and uh, the growlers it's very it's very rare i see growler like this most of them yeah. are your 32 or 64 like monsters uh what yeah. made you guys decide to flip top and again like space it's okay. just space it, they stack very well uh it, they're easier to uh to use to, yeah, yeah. To, cleaning is to simpler store. i assume too yeah exactly mm-hmm. exactly so we only use these growlers because uh i mean it, like it's it's easier to manage and um yeah so we clean them ourselves if you bring it back we'll provide you with a, a clean fresh one mm-hmm. and uh, yeah Okay. And the labeling on these bottles, who uh, who came up with that? What was the originality for all those? Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I'm involved in the graphic design, so whenever we uh, we bottle a new beer, like I I work on the labels. Uh, so since I'm uh, also kind of uh, very close to the brewery, even though I'm not a brewer, um, uh, so I know what's in it, and I, I've I've I, I was involved in every stage of the process, and I love doing graphic design for things that we make and uh, so there you go so these are uh, yeah 
Awesome. Uh, so, Rachel, what was the first beer you ever brewed? Oh, my God. Ever brewed? In first my life? beer you ever, ever brewed. Oh, my God. The first, <laughs> honestly, the first thing that I brewed wasn't beer. Okay. Right. So it was mead. Okay. So, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. I think it was, yeah, it was six years ago. I made a mead with uh, buckwheat. Okay. A little bit of spice, you know, like uh, cinnamon, um, cardamom, I mm-hmm. know, and, uh, and ginger. Okay. It worked out very well, and I think. There are, there's one bottle that I keep for like good occasion, but uh, but here the first beer that I brewed was a dark lager. Okay. And I really enjoyed it, and I think like people enjoyed it too. Like yeah. uh, it was in summer, you know, everyone would like kind of uh, crispy and fresh beer, and I said like, why not, you know, like kind of uh, <clears throat> shake the ca- the cage a little okay. bit, you know? It's like you want a fresh beer, you will have a fresh beer, but it will be black, and you will <laughs> enjoy it. So it was very nice to see like how the people were like kind of surprised and yeah. everything. Like, uh, and there was like, oh shit, it, it's yeah. actually fresh, you know, nice. and then, wow. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm surprised whenever I grab uh, like a white stout. I'm like, this makes no sense to me, but it's coffee and blonde at mm-hmm. the same time. It's so confusing. Yeah. What is this so madness? It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, with brewing, it's great because all your, your crazy brain children could just be like, I'm going to try and brew this. I'm going to try and brew that. I'm going to try and brew this. Yeah. yeah. Uh, is uh, is there anything you're thinking of brewing that's not quite on, on the map right now? My God. Oh, uh, that's not on the map. Yeah. Mm, that's a hard one. Uh, I mean, it's it's hard to say. I, like, I, personally, I feel like everything was pretty much done. Like, it's it's hard to come up with something that uh, that hasn't been done. But, uh, I mean, like, for me, it would be more in the barrel-aging type of beers. You know, we uh, there's things that we, we want to maybe try out and... Uh, uh, but maybe use like more like uh, winemaking techniques mm-hmm. to come up with a beer and okay. you know blend methods like that. But uh, technique. And, yeah, uh, exactly. But uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's a really uh, tricky one. It's yeah. funny because you're mentioning that, and I was in uh, Vermont during the fall, and Magic Hat actually had two of the same beer, but one aged in red wine and one aged in white wine. Yeah, and nice. just both presented completely different flavors, and you're like. This is a genius idea. So the fact that you're talking about that is great to hear. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. So what's the third beer you brought us? Yeah. Uh, this is becoming a classic here, I would believe. This is our uh, rhubarb beer. Mm-hmm. We used to make a very light uh, version of this one for summer. And then, like uh, Rachel came up mm-hmm. with the idea of using a saison type of yeast mm-hmm. to make that rhubarb beer. And we just boosted a little bit the, gr- the grain in it, so we had a, a little uh, higher um, alcohol volume. And uh, so there you go. So it's like uh, f- fresh rhubarb that's uh, introduced uh, during fermentation. Okay. Then maybe like a week of fermentation or so uh, on rhubarb. And uh, so you have the, um, like r- rhubarb is really up front. Yeah. And mm-hmm. somehow there's like a, a, a kick of, uh, of hops yeah. just in the back. And uh, so it's not kind of uh, a jammy rhubarb. It's more like the freshness of the mm-hmm. rhubarb. It was a way to also use acidity with like to make a sour beer without uh, kettle souring mm-hmm. it or anything like that to keep it like acidic, um, but uh, with uh, uh, just a, a fruit. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, the right. rhubarb is like right on the front of my tongue yeah. as soon as I taste it, and then. I get a little bit of bitterness, but it's more of a mellowing uh, to the back. It's very, very clean. I've, I've had this a couple of times. Uh, I did a, a small local beer venture with a friend yeah. uh, where we actually started here and then worked our way, I believe, up to Ma Brasserie. Yep. Uh, and we started here and it, you guys were serving brunch and me and my friend are drinking at noon. Like, are we alcoholics? I don't know what's going <laughs> on here. So 
alcophiles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, have you done any collaborations with anybody? Uh, we we've done a collaboration with uh, Helm. Uh, back then, I know they uh, they had a, a collaboration with uh, Tico at uh, oh, Benelux. Yeah. That's a long time ago, though. Uh, like what I call like it depends what you mean by a collaboration. We've had collaboration with uh, like it like for me using someone else's product to make yep. your own beer. For mm-hmm. me, that's a collaboration. Yeah. So in that sense, uh, we've made a collaboration with uh, this uh, super nice uh, mm-hmm. honey maker in uh, Fermeneuve uh, called Anissa Des Rochers. Okay, he's got like unpasteurized. Uh, unpasteurized uh, honey and um he's he's like he's he's a honey genius he's a bee genius and um together with um his neighbor he's called Jero Bonnet they have a, a Derocher uh, Hydromel okay uh so uh, we've used his um mead lees at one point to make a, a beer and it, that was really interesting as well uh we've did we've done a collaboration also with uh, a winemaker here in uh, uh, Eastern Townships okay. called uh, Pinar et Fille. Okay. so we used his um, his grapes, grapes. to make a, a beer that was called the Frontenac we did two uh, two versions of this beer mm-hmm. so uh, two years in a row and uh, am I missing something? Yeah, or maybe like Cantuc. Yeah, Project Cantuc, yeah. A, a great beer. And, okay. Uh, yeah. With Cantuc, that's, um, I think that's some of your friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dominique Labelle, uh, Benjamin Morois, and Théo. Uh, so they have a garden in Magog. Okay. And they, they, they grow a bunch of vegetables and herbs and, and, uh, and whatnot, flowers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So uh, they, 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 they provide us with a uh, different types of uh, Flower, herbs and plants. Roots, so we, uh, yeah, yeah, and we made a group with that. Awesome. Yeah, it was nice. Uh, is there anybody you'd like to collaborate with locally? Uh, one or two, even more, if you have any ideas. Wow, I mean, a-, a lot of people, I, I would say, but uh, on the top of my head, like that, uh, who would I collaborate with? Well, it could be nice work yeah. with a kind of a, a malterie. Okay. Yeah. Like, to, to have some local grain and yep. everything, that would be nice. Yeah. But you mean in terms of brewers? Like other yeah. brewers, yeah. Other yeah. Brewers. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I know there's so many. It's yeah, just, exactly. It's, it's kind of like who is kind of around the area that you're like, let's go brew a beer together. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Rachel. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, she, she's like, yeah, yeah Rachel yeah, yeah, knows yeah. more about brewers than I <laughs> yeah. do. So, I mean, it would be probably more about. Yeah, for uh, instance, yeah. I know Simon Livingstone uh, at Espace Public. Okay. Yeah, that would be lovely okay. to brew a beer with him. You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, I know him since like two two years and yeah. everything. And every time I see him, it's a pleasure. Okay. But uh, we never get along to brew. So, oh. I, I guess, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that um, would be lovely. Yeah. Anybody else in Canada you could think of that you'd like to brew with? My God, um, that's a good question. Yeah. Maybe like, uh, I don't know, like in. Uh, Colombie Britannique and okay. the BC. I would love to. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I think Red Racer is really popular out there. Yeah, yeah. So I like uh, yeah. Burdock in uh, in Toronto also. Okay, Burdock. Yeah, like Burdock. Oh, Burdock. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Not Brewdock. Okay. I'm like Brewdogs in Columbus. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Mm, and I don't. Know, I think it's in Toronto. It, there's a sake brewery. Okay. That's down there. I know they're not making beer, but yeah. I would be like. On top to make yeah. kind of a collaboration with them. I don't know with I was, rice um, or yeast. That would be awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I was in the uh, in Cambridge, Toronto, Guelph area to visit family, and I went to this place called Black Lab Brewing, and it's just dogs everywhere and beer. I'm like, this is heaven. Oh. So, oh. Yeah, it's it's great. Uh, it was raining though, so like smelly bad dogs, but it was uh, yeah. it was a great weekend. Uh, so speaking of my Toronto trip, what's a beer vacation you've been on? Last uh, about a year and a half ago, I went to uh, to Brussels for the first time, 
And um, that that was like uh, for me it was uh, epiphany. You know, it was just like wow, this is amazing. And it, it was some things I didn't expect. First, the city is beautiful, and I, I had a chance to. It was the first time I went to Brussels, so I just uh, thought it was great. But then, I mean, also like to see like the lambic brewers, and versus like the the new school of brewers that are down there and that want to brew IPAs more than um, than anything else yeah. and you're like you're wondering like why are you do you want to brew that there's like IPAs all over the place and they're like well we've been drinking uh, lambic beers since uh, ever and uh, now it's time to, to brew something else yeah. you know and that was an interesting uh, thing that I found out there and um, yeah it was great but uh, and as far as something I'd like to try now like uh, a beer vacation I would like to try now would be probably in a Czech Republic and, uh, and 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 see like all like their their pilsner like do go on a just like drink pilsner all the time <laughs> but like high quality and mm -hmm. and uh, yeah to see how they also lager their beers you know like what it means and what kind of conditions yeah. and you know like all the and the history and everything like uh, okay. that they do down there yeah Rachel yourself uh, yeah um one years ago I've been to Iceland okay and uh, there was a beer festival down there and I think they were like 25, 30 brewers uh, in the country and, other, and a lot of other ones from, you know, like Denmark mm -hmm. and all the, the North countries. So it, this was really nice because, like, I was traveling and, you know, like, we know each country got their tradition and everything about beer. But it was really nice to see, like, all those breweries from all different countries could get along, you know, and, like, understand each other and even all the, the difference. We're, we're kind of all the same, you know, with the same passion, working the same, you know, kind of, ingredient you know and it's worldwide what's happening now yes but we're all different because of our locality and what we we want but you know yeah. we can get along and understand mm -hmm. so you know like i i i, I feel like connected and i say like that's nice i want to work like in that field mm -hmm. and everything so that was kind of a wow would you have collabed with anybody out there was there anybody you really enjoyed when you were in iceland to yeah but um I got some few contacts, okay. awesome. but uh, I've made nothing <laughs> okay. since now, yeah. but uh, maybe. And uh, any future beer vacations, You countries you haven't even thought of to go to, to try beer? Or? Yeah, not to be like, uh, <laughs> but the Republic Czech too is okay. kind of my, like, I want to go there. But also, like, I was uh, wondering, and I made a few research, but, you know, about Tibet. Yeah. And all, you know, like, in the, in the mountains, you okay. know, they are brewing, they are making alcohol, you know, mm -hmm. and... Uh, I would like yeah. to go down there, you know. Awesome. Like even like, not about you know beer and everything, but they they got so much a nice culture down yeah. there. So uh, Tibet would be like another trip. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so what's this fourth beer you brought us? The last one is a sour IPA. Okay. I think yeah, we really enjoy that beer because you know sour IPA. We take like two big like two like big style beer mm -hmm. and we try to crush them together. Okay. But uh, I always find it's difficult to balance between the <clears throat> the hoppy side, you know, big IPA and the sour. And I think we we manage something very nice. So you 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 can you get a really nice balance with the acidity. It is a kettle sour and the hoppy. And uh, you know, like when you're drinking, when I'm drinking this, I'm only thinking, you know, grapefruit like. And yeah, this is super well balanced. You're not, it's not like the sour or the IPA yeah. is overpowering in any way. This is a really well balanced mm -hmm. beer. Thanks. Thanks. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very good beer. <laughs> I think I had it on my little beer venture. I don't remember. I don't have my untapped available right now because that's 
that's my thing is it's almost uh, so I say uh, beers like Pokemon got to got to drink them all. <laughs> so uh, I know there's hundreds of millions of beers out there. I'm never gonna have a chance to drink them all, of but course. the fact that you guys exist, that people around you, other microbreweries, brew pubs, um, like I mentioned, Verdun finally getting a brew pub. I always say drink local. If you're ever at, if you're ever like, I went to New Jersey to watch football. And they had Brooklyn Lager, and I'm like, it's almost macro, but it's still local when you think yeah. about it. So just try and drink local, and that's all what we always suggest. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of drinking local, do you have any uh, brewery friends, beers you enjoy that you would like to, you know, come here first, but go see a friend after? Mm. Oh, of course. I mean, like, like for me, right, like right now, I'm a big fan of uh, what uh, Ildegarde does. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, it's 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 it's. Every time, like someone, like uh, tourists, will come to Reservoir, and uh, they're asking for places to go. That's where I send them, like for sure. But I mean, yeah, they're like new breweries are popping right now, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, it's really interesting that way. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that that would be my uh, okay go to. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, Rachel, yourself, like Santa Verne. There, it's okay. a craft brewery that work on uh, Point Saint Charles. Every time I go there, you know, it's it's really nice. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's not complicated in a good way. I yeah. mean, like you know, the, these people that work down there, you know, they work, they want to work for the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. They're re really involved in everything, and you know, I feel touched every time I go there because of this. You know, and they want to make things yeah. happen. They want to give good things to people and everything. So I feel, you know, that. Um, that that warm feeling yeah and uh, i would say like if you want to drink locally discover new beer like with people go there yeah yeah I, i'd gone there a couple times it's usually like four origins and santaverne or mm -hmm. santaverne and then four origins because it's yeah 20 minute walk five yeah. minute car ride not even so you have uh you have choice yeah which i appreciate um yep. And, and the fact that they're a co-op, which is very interesting to me, is that, you know, oh, Brewer Bob wants to go try. And then Brewer Steve wants to go try something. So <laughs> I like that idea. Yeah. And um, I I know they're not the only one in Quebec. There's a bunch uh, in okay. Toronto. I think yeah. it's called People's Pint. They're the same yeah. thing where it's nice. a bunch of homebrewers got together and like, let's go kind of commercial. Yeah. So that's, that's great. great. So you had uh, brought in another beer you wanted to try. Yeah, that would be nice yeah. if you uh, if you have time. Um, we always have time for good beer. All right. Well. Let's hope you like this one. It's uh, this. This is um, this is a beer uh, that we call the Haut Trouble. Mm -hmm. We made um, a beer that was uh, brewed with bitter oranges from Andalusia. Okay. And we barrel aged it, and the the bitterness of the orange uh, was very strong. And uh, after we bottled that, so we uh, obviously um, emptied the barrel. Mm -hmm. We filled it up with this beer. Which is and, a, a, a Kvike. Okay. Yeah. Kvike so it, it was, yeah, it's a, exactly, it's a beer that uh, was fermented with Kvike yeast, uh, which doesn't show that much, but uh, because of the barrel, the barrel still tasted like the, the beer that was there before. So you still have like this um, aftertaste of the orange that's kind of uh, like a little the bitter. Okay. Yeah. Okay. yeah, exactly. Exactly. Interesting. So the the orange rinds, I guess, is mm -hmm. that how you say it? Yeah, rinds, rinds. Uh, rind. Rind, yeah, rind, rind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there you go. Yeah. It's, it's more like it's it's more subtle than the, the beer before, but uh, yeah, exactly. But you know, when we were tasting that beer, you know, when it was uh, barrel aging, mm -hmm. we were like always like amazed about like the importance of like the wood and you know the, yeah. the history of the barrel. You know what passed in it before and everything, and yeah. you know like. It make a difference and everything. So. Uh, there's there's a lot of really good barrel aged beers out there. 
Oh yeah. And we can even smell it from yeah. now, you know, like Okay, so as we say on the show, it's toast, but it's like toast, so a toast. toast. <laughs> oh yeah, smell that orange. Mm. So that was aged for uh, four months in that barrel, and um, it was originally a, a barrel um, of red wine, um, French oak, but used by uh, an American uh, winemaker called the Long Meadow Ranch in California. Okay. That's just trivia, but uh, because at, at one point the barrel doesn't taste like red wine <laughs> <Yeah>. at all. <laughs> so that's it. It's so complex. It's very flavorful. Very complex, but uh, what's the alcohol percentage on this? I think it's seven. seven okay. Seven? Yeah, six. So you're not drinking nine. a bunch of these then? <laughs> no, I mean, these beers, like, they're meant to, uh, they're meant to be shared. You yeah. know, you just open a bottle, like, two, four people or something yeah. like that, and you just, like, um, it's yeah, exactly, it's not like something you would... Uh, yeah, you wouldn't drink a couple of pints of these. No, no, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there you go. Like Dominique said before, you know, we put so much love into those yep. those barrels and to make that beer, you know, like when we open a bottle, it's, you know, it's a celebration. So what's next for Le Reservoir? I would like to develop the barrel aging uh, program a little bit more. Mm -hmm. Not exactly sure how I'm going to do this right now because of the space struggle we're facing, but uh, nothing's impossible. And uh, yeah, that would be like... Uh, I would say what's uh, what's going to be next. I'm focusing on that, and uh, you know, like uh, probably also like uh, I think we're gonna like revisit a lot of what we we were doing uh, since the beginning, and uh, yeah, so there might be like uh, some um, fresh ideas coming. Okay. Uh, second location is that ever an idea? I I don't think so. You know, like I think just as drinking local is. I mean, this is a local pub. And it should stay local that way. If we're going to open something else, it's going to be something different. Okay. For sure, yeah. But you wouldn't, let's say, go to La Salle, which there's no breweries, and be like, we're going to make one there. Yeah, no. No? Okay. <laughs> but, but even the idea of maybe uh, um, keeping the kind of the brand, but naming it something else, was that something you would think of? Or? Sometimes I'm thinking, like, maybe, like, it's, it's a struggle for, for, for me right now to, to think, like, ah, oh, it would be nice to brew beer. Yeah. Um, industrially in in the sense of the permit i mean mm -hmm. not, not the in the, the scale of okay. it but just be able to have our beers uh provided uh in a easier way like if you want to provide yourself with our beers that would be nice but yeah it's it's just like also freshness of beer uh, that's got to be there somehow so it's something else to manage i find mm -hmm. you know so that's that's why I'm, I'm a bit taken off by that but on the other on the flip side to be able to have our beers maybe in restaurants and stuff like that. Or even like Palu uh, Paluso or Beer yeah, Store. Exactly, yeah, exactly, exactly, definitely. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's it. Excellent. Uh, yourself, Rachel, what's what's next for you uh, with Reservoir? Yeah, yeah, but as Dominique saying, like, we're, we're, we're really, like, working, like, locally. So I think, like, the next, what's coming next, you know, making some partnership with lo local people, you know, for mm -hmm. ingredients, for even, like, sharing techniques and collaboration and everything. So we're going to work, like, forward on this, you know, and make, you know, and even, like, all the philosophy, like, of the Reservoir is, you know, we want to make good thing with what we have, you know, locally, and we're going to search for the, for the best ingredient to make the best thing, you know? So kind of sort out all the best, like, that is around us, so... Yeah. So let the people know where they can find you uh, here, social media, and all that. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're on the plateau, uh, more specifically in uh, what I would call the Little Portugal, and um, we're on Duluth Street. We're just off Saint Laurent, like, 
almost on Celera, but not quite. Uh, so that's where you can find us uh, physically and uh, cyberly. <laughs> you could probably yeah. uh, find us on, uh, I think it's uh, reserv- uh, brasserie.reservoir, I think so, like on Instagram. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll add it yeah. on the show notes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I, I don't, uh, as I don't long re- as you tape like yeah. Brasserie yeah. Reservoir, yeah. you're going to find us. Yeah, Perfect. on Facebook and, uh, and whatnot, you know, like. There you go. Awesome. As for us, you can find us allbeerinside.com for the audio. You get a link to the video. Uh, YouTube channel is All Beer Inside as well. All Beer Inside on all the social media. Uh, as for this, as I always say, drink craft, not crap. <laughs> nice. Thank you very much. Thanks, Carp. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Appreciate. All right.